Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Nothing Too Serious is here. And today we got our boy Cam Wilder on the podcast. Cam, fill me in. Where you at? What's going on? Uh, what's going on in life right now? You know, just still trying to grow. You know, we're just getting started in the whole social media world. So still trying to get up there in the ranks with everybody. What What's the ranks? Where, where, where are we headed right now? Like, who do you look at? Like, okay, I want to be on that. Is it the Jake Paul level or... Is it a different? Uh, I'm thinking like Cash Nasty. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the OG. I look up to him for, for real. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So you told me you're uh, you're down in Orlando right now. What's uh what's going on down in Florida? Shoot, right now I'm just on family vacation at Disney for Christmas. Okay. So no no uh, no content coming out of there. Or just taking a break from it, or are you you shooting? Uh, yeah, I need, I need a little break from that because we're doing some crazy stuff in 2022. Can we, know, can we know what that crazy stuff is, or is that still, is that, you know, TBD? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say TBD right now. Um, That's awesome. And and just just so people know who, like, if you don't know, I mean, you should know. Cam has, like, four, you have four million followers on TikTok. You're pretty massive. Would you, would you like, you can compare yourself to Cash Nasty. Would you say at this point you're, like, a basketball influencer? Like, how, how do you kind of, like, I know it's impossible to, like, call yourself something, but you're in that basketball world, basically, right? Right. Yeah. I, it was crazy. Is I didn't even start out doing basketball. I, I started out just doing like, like funny TikTok skits. I'd say probably the first up until about two and a half mil on TikTok. It was straight like funny skits, just comedy. And I kind of just got thrown into the basketball community after like this little thing I had going on with Gio. So, yeah. So that that's kind of where it all started. Right. Is this. uh? So the thing with Gio, let's before we get there. So you play like give me your basketball background like where did you play uh like growing up uh, how old are you right now because i saw you playing in an au tournament i'm wondering if <laughs> yeah i'm uh i'm actually 21 right now i really don't know how we're getting into these tournaments <laughs> but um i played high school ball in arizona um i've lived everywhere because my parents were in the military so i played basketball in north dakota texas arizona everywhere i played my first year of college ball in nebraska I was at an NAI school. And then after my freshman year, I transferred to an NAI in Arizona. And then once I got to Arizona is when my social media started blowing up. And that's when I just took that break from college ball. I took a year off to see how social media was going to go. And it just OD blew up. So now I don't even know if I'm going to go back, to be real. Kim, what what does that look like for people? Because there's like, I think, I can't remember if Austin, we had McBroom on the, on the pod. I can't remember if he took a break or he just happened to be done at the time. But I've heard of people taking breaks to quote unquote see how Instagram or how social media goes, right? Because obviously it's, I mean, we're at a point now where it's not like uncommon for somebody to say, like, I'm an influencer, like I work through social media, that's how I pay my bills, and you know, even more than that, obviously. But what is like when you take a break, right? Or take a year off of basketball to quote unquote focus on social media, what did that look like? Did you have a plan or was it just like ah, things are going kind of well? Like my numbers are up and I'm just going to, you know, post a bunch. Like, what does it look like to take a break and, and work on that? Like, how did you, how did you attack social media? I think I was just going to like super like push out content just to see how far I can take it within my time span of taking a break. Cause it was okay. just going to be semester to semester. So I was just going to go to these takeovers. That's when park takeovers was really like jumping whenever I was about to go into my junior year of college. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a break. Cause I did park takeovers all summer. And I was really, that's really when my name started getting up there. Cause I was going to places like Chicago, Houston, New York, and I was getting really big crowds. And I went to Toronto 
And I was like, all right, I'm gonna just take this break, start making hella, hella content, see where I can take it. But it's really just about like, I just had to make hella videos. Cause if I did, if I didn't stay consistent while I was taking my break, then it was like, what's the point? Right. Yeah, uh, what, what's consistent mean? Like we talking like a YouTube video a week. Are you cranking out more than that? Like, do you have a schedule yeah, or what kind of post? Yeah, probably like one, two videos on YouTube a week. On TikTok, probably one TikTok a day. It was like every platform I try and stay consistent on. Let's talk about, uh, hold on, my, my biggest thing, when I when I heard you were coming on, I need to know about Toronto. Tell me what happened going up to, to Toronto. I know you're playing K Showtime, right? Uh, and yeah. that was supposed to be like a park takeover. Bring me through like just that whole thing because it seemed to be, I don't, it, it, as a hooper, I'm like, that's mad disrespectful in a lot of different ways. Uh, but you're on his court, I guess. And uh, he seemed to get away with whatever he wanted to. But tell me your side of the whole Toronto takeover. Man, it was like three of us. We went to Canada. I mean, I thought, I didn't think it was going to be as hostile as it was. But, I mean, they really didn't like us just because we were American going out there. Um, at least majority of the people who came to watch. Um, most of the people in the crowd really came to, like, start problems. So, you know, I mean, I like, from a Hooper perspective, the amount of people that were out there and the energy was awesome. You know what I'm saying? I really, I, I messed with that. How many people are out there? there were people standing on buildings, people sitting on the fence. It was lit. But like going through the game, it was, it was a hostile environment. Canada was different. That was the first time ever in Canada, Toronto. So it was like, it was kind of OD, but it was fun though. From like a Hooper's perspective, when you want energy, you want trash talk. It was cool, but they were saying some crazy stuff out there. I ain't gonna lie. So the whole like Canadians being the nicest people in the world, because that they get that rap is is that's not true, right? Do you have you ever heard that? Not, like, not from my experience. Uh-uh. Maybe nah, Toronto, nah. maybe, maybe Toronto's excluded from that. Maybe Toronto's excluded from that. Yeah, and they got some crazy lingo. So they was yelling some stuff at me. I didn't even understand them. It was it was crazy out there, man. They do know. love basketball out there though, right? Yeah, they do for sure. Yeah. You pull up on Drake's house at all? No, I didn't. Right, well, now, yeah. one week after the left, K Showtime did, but no, nah, I never I got first, to. Because that's really the first – I know he had been blown up for a while, but I really saw him for the first – or wait, we posted him for the first time when he was with Drake. Yeah. How do you guys leave here? Are you guys cool now? You, oh, me and Showtime? Yeah. Yeah, we, we were cool before the takeover stuff. You know, we just, you know, talk trash and whatnot to hype it, everything up. But we're cool off the court. We talk all the time. Oh, so it's not anything like that. Like, it's just – no, nah, it's nothing crazy. Is there anything in the, in the takeover world that is legit, like beef-wise? A lot That's of stuff cool. is legit. A lot really? of stuff is. Yeah. I mean, you kind of talk – I mean, I would say you're the most respectful of some of the things I've seen over – I mean, you get it. You get after it, though. Like, were you always, like, a trash talker? Like, you're not con- – I wouldn't say you're confrontational, but you get into it. Like, you, you'll, you'll talk your shit if you have to. See, here's the thing. I've never talked shit at a takeover. I've never had my, my first couple takeovers I ever thrown. I've never talked shit. It was cool. You know, people came to support. Now, as the more I start growing and the more I start implementing my name into the takeover scene, the more people who come to these takeovers and try and, you know, try us in my squad. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, say some shit to get under my skin or they're like, OD, like foul and stuff like that to get under your skin. So recently I've had to like, talk shit and get aggressive like you know what i'm saying on like some streetball vibe but i've never been that kind of trash talker guy but recently i feel like i've had to you know what i'm saying yeah that that makes sense i mean 
who who's like so when you go go through the list of people that you've played you got showtime um i don't know if you've ever played with t jazz uh but who's the best outside of yourself i mean as a competitor you're gonna say you who's the best influencer hooper out there mm, pro influencer i'd probably say friga influencer for sure you have you played against or with uh Devante? Devante's been on the show I've played against – no, i played with Devontae. I've never played against him. I've only played against him one time. It was like a king on the court with House of Highlights, but that was it. Hey, and he's cold? Yeah. No, nah, Freak, yeah, Freak is pretty tough. Yeah, I played with – I think I told you this, Jordan. I played with T-Jazz the other day. Yeah. He was giving people buckets. Like, Not he was doing the 360 layups in-game like it was easy. Like, he's coming through the lane, like, big – we were playing with overtime Sam, six, seven guys, like – and he's just 360, like, it was – I don't think I've ever seen someone change speed. Like, and I played with guys who, like, NBA guy. Like, I've never seen someone change speed like him. But Frigga is nasty. Frigga is bigger. I mean. You never played with him before? Speaking of speaking of 360 layups in games and just doing uh, – maybe just doing a little bit too much, did you guys see Kevin Durant's tweet uh, the other day? Are you talking about the overtime call-out? No, did he called you guys? No, no, no. That's an overtime post. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he said this shit stinks. Yeah. Oh, I did see that with the kid doing a little behind the back shot. I seen that. Yeah. The did you guys see the comments underneath it? The first one was, uh, um, "How about you go win a real ring or something like that?" <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. I love that Kevin Durant keeps it that real on Twitter or just pretty much anything. Like, man, does not. Just called yeah. out like a twelve-year-old kid who like double dribbled. It, it was pretty unbelievable. Like I was shocked to see it. I loved it. I mean, it made our tweet get five million views. But that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, the kids are starting to kids are starting to get a little crazy. Let's talk about Jake Paul. Uh, rigged or not, Cam? Uh, I did watch it. Um, I don't think it was rigged. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Tom, Tom, you, I think Tom likes to play on, on this whole it was rigged. No. I mean, honestly, Tyron Woodley's never been a stand-up fighter. That's why I think – I don't think it's rigged. Him beating him twice, I don't think it's rigged. Have you guys seen the, like, videos of why people think it's rigged, though? Mm -mm. Yeah, I think they're stupid. The whole, like, like he curled his hand. He curled his hand. So, look, I want Jake Paul to win. It helps my life. It, it makes my life better. I've been saying that he can fight for a while now. He's been on the podcast. I don't think it was rigged, but, like, I've never seen someone get knocked out like that. Like, it felt yeah. – it was insane. And the fight wasn't good before that. Like, it was a bad fight. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't think – like, as soon as as soon as soon he goes like and winds up, people are saying he drops his left hand. Like, I feel like heat of the moment, like, that's a split second. Slow-mo, sure, it looks like, well, why didn't he just put his – he got knocked out. Like, he got yeah. – okay, and Cam's right. Woodley's – I don't know. Woodley might be the worst UFC champ ever. Like, no, no. Well, I guess it was asking a UFC champ. I don't know. No, he never won a he never won a title. But Woodley was a Woodley was a UFC. Yeah, he's champion legit. And then lost five in a row and got pushed out of UFC. So he's not a great fighter, but still, a, I mean, it's pretty impressive. The Tommy thing is is intriguing though because if he did get out because of a like contractual thing where they were like hey, we want you to get knocked out. Like, here's how much money we'll give you. That would be interesting, but that hasn't come out or anything. I've seen conspiracy that way. That would make more sense to me. Is there any dollar amount that you would take to get knocked out by Jake Paul? Hell no. 
There's not a single dollar amount, Cam? No. Are you sure? A billion? A billion dollars to get knocked out? Hell no. I'll get knocked out by Jake Paul for a Bitcoin right now. I don't care where it's oh, going no. up. Bitcoin's kind of down right now. You don't want that. It's still, four, it's still almost <laughs> $50,000 of Bitcoin. I'm getting my Good. ass knocked out. 50 grand? I, you could get 5 million to get knocked out. I'm in college. Yeah, I'll take 50 grand. I don't no. get to do the things that, yeah, I'll take <laughs> getting slept. I, I will say it doesn't make sense for a fight to ever be rigged, to get knocked out. Like, like that is so dangerous. And like, it's They're also just really hard to knock someone out. Demoralizing. Demoralizing. Like, Did you guys? Yeah. So Jake's legit in my mind now. Who do you think he'll fight next? Any ideas? Hopefully McGregor. I think he's, yeah. he's going to need to fight a couple more people before he gets there. Will McGregor so. do it? Will he do it? I mean, he's about he's about his money, but I don't know if McGregor ever I, – I can't say stoops to that level because the greatest boxer of our generation got in the ring with his older brother, right? Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing, right? It's like there's the McGregor, Nate Diaz, Masvidal, like UFC guys. And in some ways, and like Tank even, Tank Davis, it's like like it – it's in some ways it's disrespecting like their craft to like fight someone that low. Yeah, that is true. But like also the money stuff is crazy. Like I, I think he'll fight Tommy Fury next, then Nate Diaz and then McGregor and then Logan Paul. Yeah. He, you know, it's going to all wrap up perfectly with Logan versus Jake. That's definitely going to happen. How much, uh, how much of their, like, did you follow them YouTube wise and stuff like that early on the Jake and Logan thing? I've heard of them. I just never watched them. Who did you watch like growing up and stuff like that? And was influencing like, was this ever like, could you have gone back five years and been like, yeah, like I would like to do that. Or like you were maybe trying to do different things here and there and trying it out or did it just happen? I would make videos. I would stream on Twitch, but like YouTube videos, I would never do YouTube videos. I, would, I, I mean, I was always watching Flight, So Luminati and Cash. Those are the three people I'd always watch coming up. And I, I, I've never thought about being an influencer. I just always stream on Twitch. What'd you do on, what'd you do on Twitch? Just reaction stuff or? Uh, I'd play Fortnite when Fortnite was hot. And then I played 2K. Played yeah. 2K? Yeah. Do you still do the 2K streams at all? I know there's, there's still a lot of, I know people say there's a lot of money to be made in 2K streaming. I used to. Uh, in 2K21, I was real heavy on it, and it was actually yeah. going really well, but 2K22 is boring as shit, so I can't play that game, so I stopped doing it. Cam, I, okay, I don't play 2K. I play Call of Duty, I, but I, I don't understand when 2K players say that the next one is boring as shit because I feel like it's been the same 2K since 2K12, right or wrong? Like, what's the difference between 2K21 and 22? It's honestly gameplay. The gameplay is ass. The gra- I mean, the graphics get better, but we don't give a shit about the graphics. We care about how the game is played and the game right. plays. And then the, and it's, it's just – this doesn't get – it gets – Are you, like, insanely good at 2K or, like, you're just entertaining when you're playing? I would or say I'm pretty good at 2K. I'd say I'm pretty good at 2K. What was Why your build? People- oh, go ahead. Yeah. You said what? What was your build? Uh, I had a play shot. My win percentage was, like, 88% over like a thousand games yeah see i don't know all these numbers but that sounds impressive. I'm pretty decent i'm pretty good i'm not gonna lie so you, yeah you put your money on you versus just about anybody i like that okay pretty sure yeah for sure the streaming world is so interesting to me because like we i mean obviously people watch it right we work with the amp guys a lot and everyone watches their streams like sounds like people watch like 
I don't love watching other people play video games. I want to get more into it. It's not who's like that fan. Who is like your normal fan, Cam? Like who who are the people that like love can't like who are all in on you? High schoolers. High school hoopers for the most part. Yeah, high school hoopers for sure. It's so interesting to me how you guys have carved out like like I I see it with a bunch of a bunch of people like the, those high school hoopers like look up to you more than they look up to NBA guys. Like, nah, like, literally. I've peeped that. I've and, peeped and that. It, I think I think it's because you guys are more relatable and more accessible. Like, wh- why do you think that is? Yeah, probably that. And then it makes it better because we have like a personality on the side. I don't know. It, I, I don't know. It's probably because we're more accessible too, to be real. Yeah, but the, the personality thing is, is, is important too. Like, I feel like there's a lot of NBA guys out there who obviously very good at what they do, but there's just not – anything else to them like if you're just a hooper there's a lot of guys who play really well a lot of guys who can you know even at the at the top you know like if you really think about it like you have more reach and more pull than a lot of guys starting in the nba that's the craziest part about like the internet age right is you have now created a brand and like the 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 park takeover streetball brand whatever you want to want to call it is is definitely here to stay could you ever see like a return of because there's so much to be had from what you guys are doing like and one they tried it right they did the whole they did the tours they did the tv shows they did the merchandise has there been any like i don't know uh ideas whispers whatever you want to call it between you and the people around you of like maybe we should formalize some of this stuff or no is it is it better just keeping it organic i think the way things are going now, it's going to happen eventually because all these creators are starting to make their team and all their team, all the teams are starting to grow and everyone knows who the teams are. Eventually, someone's going to make like a creator league or like there's going to be a league or some shit. It's going to happen. I don't know when who's going to take the step to do it, but it's going to happen for sure. We Everyone, everyone thinks it's going to happen. Why don't you do it? Yeah, it'll probably, be, it'll probably be over time. Why don't you do it, Cam? Shit. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but man, yeah, I just feel like this. All that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for a 21 year old who's who's still playing an AU tournament. So let's get to that. How, like, so they don't they don't check birth certificates. I saw you playing in an AU tournament with your with your team. Like, take me through a process. You just call up uh, this tournament and say, hey, you know, we got a team. And what's it called? What's your team name? So I've done two. I've done two AAU tournaments. My first AAU tournament was my friends. Was with my friends. It was a first. It was a. T- it was a, like a test. I did it in Arizona. They didn't check IDs, birth certificates, none. We just walked in. We paid and we just walked in. That team. That team name was called the DZs. That was just my team name. We came up with that shit. Now my recent one I did in Orlando. We were kind of nervous about it because they told us we were going to check certificates and all that. Um, that team was Zone Six. That's my Park Takeovers uh, team name. Yep. Um, so we pulled up to that game and I think they talked to us, but then once we got on the court and like literally our AAU game looked like, like a park takeover, like the entire court was surrounded with kids, teams, parents. It was ridiculous. And they didn't kick us out because he talked to us after he said we made the kids happy. So he let us stay. I still don't know how we're doing this shit. He said we can join any tournament we want to in the summer. So I said, say that, you know, I say, well, I'll, I'll do three more tournaments at that place, but if we can keep doing tournaments, that's what that's the good thing about my team, my little park takeover squad. We're like the youngest team in streetball. 
teams. Yeah. So we can do shit like this. So but they, they, your didn't team? To, they didn't try to kick you out. No, nah, they didn't. At what point did they realize? Was it when the court was packed and like this is something's not right? They're like, there's gotta be a five star out here. Nah, it was when we walked in. Right when we walked through the double doors, not even close to the court, there was kids like swarming the entrance. And we was like, oh shit. We we thought we were gonna kick get kicked out. We we're like, yeah, there's no yeah. way we make it to the floor. We was like, there's yeah. no way. But shit. That's dope. I don't think you could get away with it, Jordan. You got too much facial hair. You shave though. <laughs> yeah, if I if I shave, wear long sleeves, cover up the tats. I'm, I'm already a little. Yeah. Uh, One of my little... players had to be a coach because hair. Oh, for. Yeah, Ryan the Crash Dummy. He we had to make him be the coach because he looked too damn old. What's his deal? His TikToks are mad funny. Man, he I, he blew up so fast. It was honestly, he really, I really started seeing him blowing up after we did like a Houston Park takeover. Yeah. And like, you just start taking advantage of NFL and NBA content. He just went up. Is that his little brother in the videos? Uh, Behind the camera? Yeah. No, but I think he's starting to be in front of the camera too. There's like a, no, like a young, not, young dude. It's like a super fan. He's a super fan who made, who makes content just like him. And what's funny is he blew up faster than Ryan. Like he has more followers than Ryan. He's a super fan. I was gonna say he might be the he's the star, like he's the superstar. No, 100 percent He like passing him followers fast as shit. That's crazy. <laughs> he was he was he was mad as shit. I love it. I love it. Um how, how much do you follow the NBA right now, Cam? A lot. Uh, I follow I follow the NBA a ton. Thoughts on thoughts on uh how how you would handle this whole COVID thing? <sighs> I don't know. The the whole COVID thing's kind of kind of confusing me. I don't know how every every single player is going into protocol, but I don't know how you do this. I think when you just shut the league down, how long do you wait? I mean, everyone's in protocol. So shit, the, the NHL I think is moving closer to like a like a full organization pause. Like it feels like maybe, we're back maybe, in March 2020. Yeah, maybe you go back to the bubble. I don't know. I think you're going to – Silver came out today and said he's not doing anything, basically. Um, they're starting to sign old guys, like Lance Stevenson signed with a team today. I think that he's going to say that until Christmas because they need these Christmas games. And I, my gut says that they shut down for a couple weeks after Christmas, but I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't it's be hard. surprised. God, I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not the case because I, I don't – like it just feels like we're doing – I saw a tweet the other day from a, the coach, head coach of South Carolina. And he's like, we're treating it the same way we were pre-vaccination. And now everybody, I mean, we're 97% in the NBA uh, or 95, maybe. It's one of those numbers. It's very high. And it's like, well, now we're doing the exact same thing in college basketball because we're getting pauses all over the place. Like, we don't, we don't know if we're going to play tomorrow. Um, we, we do. We're going to play San Diego tomorrow. But uh, I, I got a bunch of, like, teammate or uh, friends around the country. They don't know if they're going to play or they're going to go on pause. There's – Guys, in our conference says if you got six players, you're playing. Doesn't matter if it's six guards, six bigs. I, I mean, Cam, right. you might have to pull up to to Vegas, and we might just have to sign you for a game or something. Seriously, See, let me know. I'll step on the floor. We're gonna play a game with you, all right, Cam? Okay. It's, uh, it's who would win one on one. We got a bunch of different people. You're you're a basketball player, obviously. Jordan's a Division One college basketball player, and you guys will both give your take. All right. All right, bet. All right, Cam, you go first. Who would win one-on-one? Game to 11, LeBron versus KD. Game to 11, 
Kevin Durant, hundred percent. That yeah, easily Kevin Durant. Not even, not even a question. Damn. You guys can give like more. You don't have to. It, you can give like a couple sentences on why if you want to. You don't have to though. All right, who wins one on one? Cam Wilder versus Julian Newman. Oh man, what the hell? Cam Wilder wins that shit. That? Why do you say that? Huh? Why do you uh, say Julian? That? I mean, Julian's what five six. If I get to my spots, I'm just gonna shoot over him the entire game. Okay. What What would be What would be the score? I I agree with you. I just wanted to know what the score would be. To eleven, right? Yeah, ones and twos. I like. 11, 11, 4. I mean, 11, 5. Julian, I mean, Julian's tough. I'd yeah. say 11, 5, though. All I'm going to say is I, I get it. How tall are you? 6, 4, 6, 5. Okay, you got a foot on him. Julian did score 6,000 career high school points. I'm just going to say that. Uh, <laughs> You're right. That's true. <laughs> You're right. Who wins one-on-one, LaMelo Ball versus Lonzo Ball? Mm, and a one-on-one. Lonzo wins that. Ooh. Lonzo because his defense, his defense is crazy. I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Melo in that. I just my favorite thing is just watching Melo have almost zero care in the world. Like you wouldn't know he's playing on an NBA stage. Like it's the same way. Like the the ball in the family videos of him and Lonzo playing one on one in that backyard court. He plays the exact same way. I've I've never seen anything like it. I love it. I'm That's taking Melo. I'm taking Melo. That's a good one. Who wins one-on-one? GOIs versus Tristan Jazz. Oh, my God. Come on, yo. Tristan Jazz is abusing GOIs. 11-0? 11-0. 100%. Yeah, 11-0, T-Jazz. Gio will get a video out of it. You know that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. They're both if getting videos good. out of it. <laughs> who, who wins one-on-one? Prime MJ versus Prime Kobe. <laughs> Prime MJ because MJ is the greatest player of all time. I love it. I love it. We are definitely on the same page with this. Uh, MJ's my goat as well. I'm taking MJ because, I mean, Kobe just mirrored everything he did. So he's at, at some point he's gonna be like, I know what's coming. That's fair. Who wins one on one? Nick Briz versus Friga. Uh, Devonte Friga, hundred percent. Score to eleven. I'd probably say like eleven, eleven through eleven six. 11-6. Nick Briz is kind of quick. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll take I'll take Friga 11-3. Uh and Briz throws at least two punches. Can you play Nick? Have I played Nick one-on-one? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh who wins one-on-one? The Professor versus Christopher London. Healthy Christopher London. Christopher London. The fuck? <laughs> Christopher London. Wait, oh, the Professor? Yes. Really? Over the professor. The professor. Chris, Chris can who? LSK can who? Chris London can who? Over the professor? This dude was out there with hot sauce. Like, can oh, yeah. Guys, okay, the professor can hoop, but the professor can't hoop. Wow. Oh, no. You're, 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 you're bugging. Am I tweaking? Am I tweaking? He might be tweaking. too old for you, maybe. LSK, LSK is seven foot. When he's healthy, he's really good. Yeah, no, I'm not dis- – I, I don't doubt you on the LSK part. I just – I think you're underestimating how good the professor was or is, but that's all right. I got the, I got the yeah, professor. I, I got the professor. Me and Cam will differ on this one. That's okay. When we get the influencer league going, I want the professor to bring, like, an OG team, and I want them to participate and see, see how they do. I have no idea. 
did Escalade didn't Escalade pass away? Is he, he did, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I I grew up on those on those mixtapes. Yeah, hot sauce, the professor, all that. I love it. All right, who wins one on one? Cam Wilder versus T Jazz. Cam Wilder eleven on. Who wins one on one? Cam Wilder versus Friga. Mm, Cam Wilder eleven ten. Wow. Cam Wilder versus Gois. Cam Wilder eleven to one. I love it. <laughs> Cam, Wilder. Cam Wilder versus Cash Nasty. It's going to happen. Uh, I'd probably say Cam Wilder 11-4. Wow. Cam Wilder versus Flight. Uh, Cam Wilder 11-0. Damn. Cam hey, Wilder. Wait, wait, wait. Then do real quick. Do Flight versus uh, Flight versus Geo. Ooh. That's that was supposed point. to happen, too. Ah, uh, it was supposed to happen. Um, I probably honestly, I think flight would win that. That'd be flight's dub for sure. I'm, ta- I'm taking flight. I'm taking video in that game. Uh, who else I have on here? Uh, you did cast Nasty. Oh, Ken Wilder versus Mikey Williams. Mm, I've been talking to Mikey too. Ah, uh, let's see. Ah, uh, nah, Mikey's tough. Mikey's tough. I'd probably say. It'd be a very close game. I give him 11-10, though. 11-10, Mikey. Okay. Cam Wilder versus Brownie James. Cam Wilder, 11-9. Last but not least, Cam Wilder versus Jordan McCabe. Mm, I'd probably say a game to 11. <sighs> I like 11-7, 11-8, Cam Wilder. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're saying it's going to be closer, but I mean, this is a division one starting point guard. You're going to have, he's only scoring seven points, but Friga's getting 10. Yeah. He likes, he likes Friga's ISO game. Friga's been playing park takeovers. All right. I'll, I'll respect it. Cam. Maybe it'll happen one day and we'll see. Maybe it'll it happen. May. It may happen. We'll see if I get into this space, we'll see. I do think that's the, like, it's a weird world where like, you got all these guys. No, this isn't disrespect. We got D3 guys, guys who've been playing college and they're crushing it with these parks. And then there's like hundreds, thousands of division one players who don't make the NBA. And I'm like, where, where are they at? Like, why aren't they? I know it's close. I know that there's division three players that can play D1 and we've talked about this a bunch, but it's interesting. I, I think, I think the, the biggest thing is, is Cam has personality, right? Cam has the, the factor that people want to watch. Like there's a lot of sure there's we talked about this in the end a lot of really talented guys in the NBA, but those a lot of really talented guys in the NBA who if a they're not financially that smart uh, they'll end up after their career having nothing really I mean to to be honest they're gonna have to find another way to generate income if they don't find an, if they don't get an NBA pension because the personality aspect is what makes Cam able to do what he does. It makes T-Jazz, who, yeah, he definitely, I think, I, I can't remember if it was Northern Arizona or something. I mean, he, he definitely had, like, offers, interest, uh, a guy who is talented enough to play at that level. But why would he at this point? I mean, unless that's really what he wanted to go do, he's going to be much more restricted. I have, A, time restrictions. B, you know, just the way it's, it's viewed in the actual, like, NCAA space. Like, if you do anything outside of just playing basketball – People sometimes get weird. I battle, battle that kind of stuff all the time. 
but Cam's personality is what definitely separates it. We'll see. I think there will be more people though. And Cam, I'm sure you get approached by division one guys or D2, D3 guys who are like, I want to do what Friga did, or I want to do what you did. And they're probably asking how to do it and it'll keep growing. It'll keep growing. For sure. Yeah, no doubt. Tom, is that all you have for him? Oh, yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, folks, we'll see you next week. Cam, thanks for jumping on, bro. You got to got to come back on, especially if, uh, you know, if these cash nasty and other one-on-ones uh, finally do happen and take off. We want to hear about them. Oh, most definitely they're going to happen. My guy, my guy. Well, good Jake luck with everything, bro. It's been a lot of fun. I yeah, appreciate y'all. Yeah, see, see you later, Cam.